Welcome to Let's Talk Land, a weekly land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling and ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey, learn from the expert, guys. This is free land education. It's hard to find out there. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant, broker, owner of Land Pro Real Estate, along with my co-host, Teresa Martin. Good morning, Teresa. Hello. How are you? I'm awesome. How are you? Teresa is one of my two partners. We're mm -hmm. all uh, equal partners in Land Pro Real Estate. Our new office is at 207 East Main Street in downtown Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. We serve all your real estate needs in western Piedmont, North Carolina, and southern Virginia. Just give us a shout. We'll help you out. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members. And our national website's www.rliland, R-L-I, Realtors Land Institute, land.com. Now listen to me out there. If you're planning to buy or invest in land and farms or sell land and farms, go to this website, find one of our 2,000 members, one of our 600 ALCs, because we are highly trained and educated. There's only 600 ALCs in the country. And two out of the 2,000 members. We'll save you money. If you're buying, we'll make you more money for selling. Don't miss this. www.rlandland.com. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsors, landhub.com. And buying or selling land, Landhub is the place to be. And our other sponsor is Acre Value. If you want to know who owns that field down the road or what is sold last year, the best place to research land, and it's all free, is acre.com. Teresa, our guest today is Kobe Robertson. Good morning, Kobe. Hey, good morning, Lou. Long time listener, first time caller. I know, I know. Golly, we're so happy to have you on. We're going to have a great show this morning for you. Kobe's a broker owner of Remax Home and Farm and Ranch. Where are you out of? Um, I have, uh, I'm out of North Platte, Nebraska. My wife and I own three offices in central and western Nebraska. Okay. Well, one of the things that we wanted to discuss, and you're a perfect person to introduce it, is to talk about Remax because it's quite quite an organization. Um, I had bought into the uh, United Country franchise uh, several years ago. They were the first franchise, according to history, and then I think uh, Realtors Executives came in in the 70s, and Remax was right behind them and has built an empire. What a great company! So, Cody, yeah, it's been really good to us for sure. So, Kobe, after graduating from Gothenburg High School, you spent 13 years in U.S. Navy submarine force. How deep did you go? <laughs> uh, that's classified, sir. That's yes, sir. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> your beautiful wife, Carrie, and, your, and your, two, your two children, uh, daughter, Bailey, who after college moved back to town, and your son, Ryan, who's currently serving in the U.S. Marines. All right. Our family dedicated to move back to Gothenburg in 2004 so our kids could enjoy growing up in this area at, like I did and when I was young. Both Carrie and I joined our family business, Skyview Farms, um, and over-the-road trucking company and started a computer sales service back in 2008, even though uh, taking me 40 years to decide what I wanted to be when I grew up. I've always been passionate about real estate and absolutely love helping our clients and customers through the rigorous process of finding their new home or emotional time and saying goodbye to those current ones. So, anything you'd like to add to that? No, just excited to be on the show today. And, and uh, yeah, we are uh, been almost six years that we've been in real estate now. Wow. And you got a few acronyms besides your name, too, right? Yeah, I've worked hard on getting a few things accomplished since I've been here. I'm almost done with... I, Submitted everything to, for my LT, so I'm waiting, waiting for them to review it and get back to me. So if you got any, if you got any ends in there that you can call in a favor. Oh yeah, I got a lot of favors. <laughs> <laughs> but you got your letter, your ALC letters in, right? Because I write those. Just yeah, no, I got got those done and everything. So okay. all I'm waiting for is for them to review my packet and give me the thumbs up or thumbs down. But they. They've had a really good year on guys uh, uh, getting on the ball and getting there, so they've had a lot of people uh, apply for it. They they told me so. I think I've written. That's good. I think I've written probably twenty some letters in the last because uh, you have to have two ALC sponsor you. In fact, I got one today. We had a class in Greensburg back in June. You know, a ten day where you take all the courses you need. 
and uh, they would think there were 59 in there, and I think I've already done half the class. So we're going. You guys are going to have a good group coming in, and we're excited about that. There's nothing like being an accredited land consultant. Yep, there's a lot of work behind getting it. I can tell you that's one of well, the tougher that's, things. I've that's done. why there's a little over get my broker's license. That's why there's a little over 600 of us in the country. <laughs> I sweat. I sweat bullets. It took me five years to get mine. So back in the early 2000s. Um, so let's talk a little bit about Remax. It's quite quite an organization. Uh, Remax is short for Real Estate Maximus. M A X I M U S. It's an American international real estate company that operates through franchise system. In 2015, Remax had more than a hundred thousand agents, Teresa. Wow. And six thousand eight hundred offices. You ever want to have a company like that, Teresa? I'm doing good to keep up with me. <laughs> <laughs> But they're known worldwide, basically as a residential property juggernaut, and land brokers and commercial specialists. So, how does Remax brand help or hurt your business, Doug, you and your wives? Uh, as far as like uh, uh, the commercial stuff that I do, it's fantastic. I think Remax is fastly becoming one of the top commercial uh, real estate companies in the United States, but. On the land side, um, they've just recently started uh, really working with uh, some of us land guys uh, with Remax to, to make things a lot better for us. Um, but, yeah, they've met. Uh, I think a lot of people think of the balloon. They think of uh, home sales. Um, and so um, a lot of the commercial and the, and the land professionals that are with Remax, we don't really kind of kind of don't like the balloon because <laughs> it makes, makes people think we're house sales. I know. It's hard to break that, isn't it? Yeah, the hot air balloon made its maiden flight in Albuquerque uh, Balloon Festival as a promotion conceived by the regional director of New Mexico. A year later, the balloon became the network's official logo, and Global Band was born. So uh, that, that balloon, uh, everybody th talks about that balloon. Yeah, the balloon is an important part of Remax. I mean, I love the balloon, but um, it definitely makes people think of house sales, I think. So. Well, they've got to put a land scene, you know, on the balloon, right, Teresa? There you go. You know, put like some trees mountains. and mountains and, you know, so it spins around. And, uh, you know, we sell land. To, that's the problem we have with our name, Land Pro Real Estate, is uh, people think we just do land. But uh, we specialize in land. That's, a, you know, there's no land education out there, as you know, other than the Realtors Land Institute. And then my radio show with Teresa, and, and uh, I, I teach a four-hour CE class in North Carolina. It's the first one and the only one in 100 years, and I can't find another state. Uh, and, and you're in Nebraska. How many hours of CE do you guys have? Uh, 18 every two years. How many is elective? Or do uh, you, six, or, I think six of them are elective. So of all the choices of electives, how many classes are on the subject of land? Not very many. There's barely any commercial uh, uh, classes, but not very many land classes. But you do have some? Uh, there's a few guys out there. Um, you know, that's something that um, there's a couple of us um, uh, RLI guys that have been talking about maybe putting something together, and I know you have something, so we're, we would definitely give you a call and Absolutely. say, hey, how do, you, and you're how do you put something together? and. Why do you feel like there aren't many land classes? What's your opinion on that? You know, I think outside of RLI, um, I think a lot of guys still have that do-it-themselves, not-share mentality in the land business um, just because um, there is a lot of moving parts. There's a lot to the process of selling land, and so I think they don't, you know, they've, they've been burned before by, like, maybe some residential specialist or something. Um, getting in the middle of things and, and mucking it up. So I think it's I think it's one of those things where I think that the guys that know about land, um, again, that aren't a part of the, the Realtors Land Institute, um, those guys, um, you know, they really don't want anybody else playing in their sandbox. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can change that. You know. So. Remax, so. yeah, Remax grew from the 80s when they were started through the 90s, uh, uh, or since 73 is when they launched. It's a husband and wife that put it together. Ancient Count uh, 
hit a lot of milestones, uh, 5,000 mark in, in 1984 and 10,000 in 86 and then 25,000 in 89 and 50,000 in 98 and, and on and on and on. Uh, they're number one in major markets across North America and Canada and number one nationally in 1987 is a position that they've held ever since. Nobody can beat them. Nobody in the world sells more real estate than Remax. It's crazy, isn't it? do a lot of real estate that's for sure so they're you know we like I said we were part of the united country franchise and it's a great organization and very supportive and i assume rumax is the same with their marketing and their websites and their social media and uh and their and their training too as well right yeah and that's i mean when we did when we started our office um like I kind of went around and talked to some of the brokers in the area, and um, I just didn't feel like I, like I had some innovative stuff that I wanted to do, and it, and it didn't feel like I was a good fit. So I went and got my broker's license without ever being an agent and started an office. And I don't think I could have done that without Remax. Really? So um, they were they were huge partners. Um, the brokers that were that were in Nebraska with Remax, um, if I called them and I had a question, they they'd be on the phone with me for forty five minutes to an hour just just really been helpful. So I was, I was extremely blessed to have that um, when I started. Do they have any training for land, land, land issues at all, or most of theirs focused on residential and commercial? Well, we're not really big on reinventing the wheel, but I know, Lou, that you know a bunch of uh, the REMAX guys who oh, sure. kind of come to all the RLI stuff. And I think we, we really kind of point to RLI as, as like a, um, I know um, if I talk to other Remax um, land people, I'm a huge advocate for that, to join that and be sure. a part of that. Um, you know, we're working on, uh, uh, we've really struggled with um, implementing, um, like for our websites with Remax, there's a lot of the, um, like the, the land stuff that's not a part of that, and we're working through that right now. But okay. as far as education, no, not really. Um, we kind of use RLI and uh as our education. Well, the, the Duppy brothers who bought the uh, United Country franchise and uh, uh, doing a great job with it, but, uh, you know, they got involved. I don't know. I kind of steered them that way. I don't know if, how much my influence was, but uh, they've adopted uh, uh, the, the whole RLI program. In fact, one of our top sponsors, if not the top sponsor. And um, so they're, they're incorporating, encouraging their agents to get involved. And by the way, you know, to, to the realtors out there, real estate agents, you know, uh, other than this web, this um, podcast show we got here, which your podcast 193, congratulations, that's 193 hours, Teresa and I've done over the last, <coughs> since 2018, I think is when I, we started it, but, um, uh, you know, there, there's a lot of education not available out there, so... Uh, uh, Check out Realtors Land Institute. Check out this podcast because uh, we're trying to provide that service. And even if you're a landowner or wanting to learn about land to invest in, you know, that's that's what all this education is about. And any of our RLI members can uh, obviously help you with more education and, and how to do the right things. Because land is, and I think, Teresa, when you were taking your class, they throw a slide up, says land is the most complicated of all real estate transactions. Yeah. Right. But then the instructor, when you ask them why, they just say, well, it just is because no one's teaching them uh, how to respond. So. so what areas do you cover out there? I, I can do uh, all of Nebraska when it comes to, like, uh, farmland and stuff like that. Um, I don't get into the cities where development um, you know, I don't do a whole lot of development in, like, the eastern part of the state. Right. Um, we do work work with some of the smaller smaller cities um, with land development and, and stuff. But, but, but no, we do a lot more farm and ranch land um, than anything. That makes sense. <laughs> well, they're right out there in the rural area in three offices, too. Yeah. Hey, our guest today is Kobe Rickerson with Remax Home Farm and Ranch. We'd like to thank our sponsors, LandHub.com. Buying or selling land, LandHub.com is the place to go 
and Acre Value, today's sponsor. If you want to know who owns the field of land, then contact acrevalue.com. So what's happening in Remix? Remax. I got tongue-tied. You sure did. Next year. <laughs> Remax turns 50 years old next year, so it's supposed to be a pretty exciting year for for the organization worldwide, and I hear that they have their, uh, they call it R4, and it's right um, around the same time as the National Land Conference, uh, but I heard that it's, uh, it's going to be a great time to go to that, so... But yeah, it turned 50 years old. They started in 1973, so that's exciting. Must be doing something right. (laughs) I'm a 74 model. You're a 74 model? Okay. (laughs) My sister is a 74 model. I'm a 49 model. (laughs) A coupe. Nanny, nanny, (laughs) boo-boo. So they're also involved in a lot of of, uh, charitable organizations, too. Yeah, uh, Remax is huge in the Children's Miracle Network. Um, you know, you can, uh, if you list a house or a property with Remax and you want it to be a Miracle Network home, um, the agent will donate a portion of their commission uh, to to the Children's Network, Aww. Miracle Network in your name. So that's kind of a cool deal. Yeah. Um, and that's, uh, so that's one of the things they do. And then I know they're big into the... Uh, Breast Cancer Foundation, um, the Susan G. Komen, um, they, they've done a lot uh, with them, too. So, yeah. It's, I love it. And then we use our hot air balloons for to, for education programs, and, and every region has at least one balloon that, that you can, can bring out for different things if you want to. So, When you're going to take your balloon ride, do you have to have so many sales before you get invited to the balloon ride? Like I've tried to have the balloon come to a couple places, but like in Nebraska, the wind blows too much, so it's not easy to get the balloon out. uh, If it's too windy, they won't come. So the couple times that we've tried to set it up, uh, it was too windy those days. So, but it's it it is cool looking. (laughs) Definitely recognizable. Well, I like I like that Remax is involved in all these things. That's that's really nice, and it's good for people to know that real estate agents give back. You know, we're not just out there doing our thing. We're giving back and taking care of people all along in many different ways. Well, I know Hugo, uh, years ago when it came through, we had our <coughs> national real estate uh, convention, uh, usually in November, October, November, but uh, in uh, New Orleans, and usually 20,000, 30,000 realtors. And there was, I forgot how many thousands that volunteered uh, and came early and went out into the communities and helped clean up and build. And, you know, it's just uh, unbelievable what realtors do. And, of course, in our industry, only people that get paid are staff and all these committees and all these uh, uh, positions as president, vice president, and so on. It's all volunteer. It's, uh, it's uh, So we do give back. And... Uh, help the communities, uh, and, and that's a great thing about our real estate organization. Let's go in a little bit and, and um, uh, talk a little bit about the importance of interviewing a few agents when getting ready to sell your property, and what are some of the questions should be asked uh, when looking to hire a real estate profession? What, what's your thoughts on that? We're going to teach Teresa and I something. opinions and getting a few ideas um, I think in our industry a lot of times you know you uh, you're gonna do something with the biggest uh, purchase or biggest sale that you're gonna do in your life and then you just go find you know your neighbor's cousin is the person you pick to be your agent you know and and uh, I think my my belief has always been you know you should uh, you should definitely interview agents um, I recommend at least three um, I I normally tell people that, you know, when they're, you know, who else are you interviewing? And um, I've even given them, you know, like if they ask me, like, who would you interview? I give them the top people in the area because I want to compete against the best, you know. Um, so, and then what questions to ask? I mean, I'm not a big, you know, like I, if I'm doing land, um, I want to ask, um, you know, where, where you're going to market uh, my property, uh, what, 
what plan, what's your plan for marketing? Um, you know, I'm going to ask, do you have experience with land? Um, you know, how much, how much land have you sold and stuff like that? And if you don't, do you have somebody that you can lean on? You know, cause I don't believe that, that you have to have 50 years of experience in, in selling property in order to be, um, in order to, you know, to be the best. I think a lot of these young people are, are really hungry and they're going to be creative and do some stuff, you know, to, to, uh, to represent a property. But I also think if you're going to sell land, like you need to have uh, somebody that knows what they're doing to do it. Because yeah. I mean, as you know, Lou top, the top, um, um, E and O claims in the country are on, on land sales. The top, uh, the most amount of, of lawsuits involved in our, in real estate with an agent, um, is with, with land and with land development. So, as, as I said before, a lot of moving parts to land. So, but definitely, definitely, I think you should interview some folks. What do you think is the most challenging? What do you think is the most challenging? What have you found to be the most challenging part of selling land? Uh, a lot of what you're, you know, like a lot of times you're dealing with a bunch of family members, uh, especially if you, you know, with land that's been in the family for a long time. And so you may end up with like, four or five grandchildren or children or, um, you know, that when you're selling it, it's, it's emotional. It's, you know, half of the, half of the family maybe wants to keep it, but can't afford to keep it. Um, but definitely it's the clients are challenging. And then, um, just knowing when you're, when you're looking at a piece of property, um, if it's a piece of irrigated farm ground in Nebraska, um, you have to, you know, know where the water rights are at. Um, what you know, whether the well is is on you know the, the property that's being sold, or if it's on another property, and I mean, there's just a lot of a lot of things that you have to make sure you can track down. Uh, but but definitely, some of the challenging part of it is just being the therapist for yeah. for the families and for the for the sale, you know, for the client. Yeah, I think over the last thirty years, almost, I think I've been a rabbi, I've been a, a psychiatrist, I've been a babysitter. Uh, I don't know, you can name about 20 or 30 vocations that I've worn that hat somewhere doing a real estate transaction. Teresa's a good babysitter. Yeah, I'm a really good babysitter. <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you have to hang out with Lou, you're babysitting them? Is that, that is definitely it. <laughs> <laughs> Kobe, she's my CNI brain. <laughs> yeah, it's a full-time job. And by the way, let's go, uh, let me put this out there too for you, Kobe. Um, if you guys aren't driving, uh, go to Kobe's website, which is www.homefarmranch, three words, homefarmranch.com. And there's a lot of information, uh, a lot of opportunities for people that's interested in his market area. So I uh, encourage you, uh, if you're not driving, uh, to go to some type, what, you know, during the show, a lot of, a lot of our guests do that. So that kind of helps support what we're doing and, and learn a little bit more about Kobe and his wife and family and, and the area and the marketing and, and stuff. So please do that. What sort of legal pitfalls have you ran into? You're talking about lawsuits and so forth. Um, I've never had any sort of lawsuits or anything like that, but I have been involved in so um, – and, and again, this is not talking bad about anybody, but it is kind of an, you know, this is an education platform. Right. So my education aspect to that would be, you know, I have worked with some stuff where you have, you know, a, a really good residential specialist that, you know, will take on a land project um, and not realize that, you know, um, that there's a lot of, you know, like that they had to go look up and find out. Um, who owns the pivot? Like in my part of the country, who owns the irrigation pivot? It, a lot of times, that's the land, that's the the leaser, that's the guy that's leasing the property has bought and put the pivot on there. And so, if you're representing a property that has an irrigation system on it, and the and the seller doesn't own it, and you close on that property, and then you know the the land the land the lease it to somebody else, and they come get the pivot off of it, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Uh, for somebody that's buying a, an irrigated quarter or something like that. So, um, you know, so that, to me, that's kind of, I've had more issues with people that don't know what they're doing when it comes to selling land than I have with anything personally that I, I've done. 
um, if that makes sense to you, I guess. Oh, totally. You know, go ahead, Teresa. Is there any solar and wind energy out there that you have helped with? Say that again. Solar or wind energy. Have you helped with people with providing their land for those, those resources? So Nebraska is unique in the sense that Nebraska is a um, is the only state-owned energy company. Oh. Like basically the energy is all produced by the state. And so we've had a really interesting time uh, with, like, if you're talking about, like, um, windmills, right. solar, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're talking yes. about? Yes, yes. Yeah. So really we have we have solar. Most of it's kind of the cities have, have uh, identified some areas around there where they've put in some solar fields. Um, we do have wind farms. Um, that were sponsored by um, by a wind company, but it's all owned by the state of Nebraska. So, like I know in Colorado, um, like in the front, you know, like in the west or the eastern part of Colorado, there's a lot of opportunities for for to lease out your land for like uh, solar fields and wind farms. We just haven't seen that yet. I, I would say it's coming. It's just going to be a little bit tricky how that works. Coming that because your land values are more. Uh, they're worth more for uh, row crops and, and crops uh, as opposed to sticking a solar panel on it or windmill. Didn't that have something to do with it? Yeah, yeah. I would say that row crop property. I mean, that's you're definitely um, definitely that's going to be worth more than anything right. you can do with any sort of energy. Um, I think there's some some guys that own some pasture, particularly in some some sandy areas, that would maybe consider. Uh, a, le- a lease for, um, you know, for uh, solar or for wind. Uh, wind definitely because you can still you can fence off the, the base of those and still run livestock in and around them. Um, but uh, but I I think that um, uh, solar fields are going to be a challenge for us just because of the tra- where where the transformers are, and we just it's a lot of wide open spaces. You know, we're, yeah. we're still a wild. Wild, wild west. Sure. So you're mostly talking about the western part of Nebraska because the eastern part of Nebraska is more row crops and better soils. And yeah, we've got a lot of uh, row crop, and then but a lot of where I'm at, um, like central and western Nebraska, is all going to be irrigated. Like most of Nebraska is irrigated farm ground. Uh, we don't have very much dry land. Um, where as you go, if you move further east where it rains a lot more and there's a lot more moisture, um, you know, they don't have as much irrigation as we do. How is how has the uh, drought affected that, or has it? It's been really, really bad, uh, especially south of here in Kansas and Oklahoma has been really bad. Um, we, I mean, my guys, we're just finishing up harvest right now, and um, my my uh, producers, when I talk to them, those guys are just beat. I mean, they are just, they have had to, they have spent all summer long just irrigating the heck out of things. And so um, it's it's been a tough year. I, I know that for the most part, there's there was no dry land production in our area, um, central and western Nebraska. There's, there was no, there was no production that, that produced any, any sort of crops. So it all just dried up. And that's pretty sad. Yeah. Thank God for crop insurance, right? Yeah, what, what kind of crops are, yeah. what's the most prevalent crop in that area? So corn and soybeans probably. Um, if you get into the panhandle, we have sugar beets out there um, and then some, you know, dry bean stuff. But uh, I would say corn and soybean are the, our top crops in Nebraska. Um, and then we do have a, have a heck of a lot of cattle production. I think we're number one cattle producing state in the country. Really? I love a good steak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's good there's good steak here. <laughs> Sounds good. I had a good one the other night. My brother threw it on my husband's plate, and he said, "That cow's still mooing. You need to put him back." What? <laughs> Who would eat a live cow? <laughs> <laughs> they are the best. <laughs> That's right. Unbelievable. Yeah, with a good glass of wine, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, our guest today is Kobe Rickson with. Remax Home Farm and Ranch, our guest, and we'd like to thank, this is Let's Talk Land, we'd like to thank our sponsors, LandHub.com, Sell Your Land, Land of Your Dreams, 
And Acre Value, our sponsor, acrevalue.com, is the only website I need to research land. So I'm interested in the ALC process. Can you tell me a little bit about what you what you have to do to do that? Well, yeah. Um, so um, there's a lot of education. Um, I did not do the, um, the land ed 10-day um, class. That seems like a lot of guys um, do that, and that's a really, really neat opportunity. It's kind of... I don't know, Lou, maybe you know more about that, but it's, I think it's like eight or ten days um, straight of just education. It's and ten days. Four hours. Yeah, ten think. days, yeah. It's ten days, yeah. And we cram, we cram uh, six yeah. courses into that. Uh, for example, all of our classes are 16 hours, two days except for one, which is the land investment analysis, which is akin to a CCIM commercial class, where it's it, uh, cap rates, internal rates of return, and the spreadsheets on Excel, and how to plug stuff in and, and understand it. But for example, two of the classes uh, that we had in that 10 day, like my Land 101 class, <clears throat> they gave me one day to teach it. And then we had another one that was one day. So that way we got to have the six classes, the three required and three electives. So that's what's required is six courses. So that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I did mine though. Um, I did a lot of it on online, um, so I took uh, two of the classes um, I took in person, um, and then the rest of them I took online. My least favorite was um, was <laughs> investment analysis. Yeah. That's the one yeah. that I'm not interested in doing, <laughs> but you have to. Well, I was like, I don't like that one. I can already tell you. <laughs> it's a lot easier than when I did it. It was the last one because... Uh, Back then, they gave us the Texas Instrument Calculator, and, uh, and Fletcher Majors, I took it from him, the wonderful Fletcher, who actually created the course and, um, uh, and out of Mississippi. And uh, you spent the first day just programming and learning how to use the, the computer so you could run the equations. Now, all that's on an Excel spreadsheet, so it's really learning where to plug in the numbers and where they go to get the right answer. So it's not as hard as it used to be, Teresa, so don't, don't fear it. But it is, it is uh, probably the hardest it, class. It's worth taking the class from, uh, who is it, Phil McGinnis, I think, is the one that teaches most yeah, of great, them Yeah, great instructor. And it's worth taking the class because that guy gives you about a billion dollars worth of spreadsheets that he's created. Like, he's a he's an Excel savant. Oh, yeah. So that was, that was the best part about it was all the cheat sheets that I got from him. But, I, I like cheat sheets. Did you do that in school? cool. I made my own cheat sheets. Oh, did you write them on your cuff? No, I just studied them. I was a good girl. I worked hard. But you also got to get ten million in sales, and that comes in different wrappers. You can uh, buyer side of the numbers or seller side of the numbers if you're listing, or a dual agent side where you're getting both sides. Uh, any any uh, farm that you sell with the land, I believe, is eighty percent more value than the home or improvements, that that's credited. And then for those that are in more of the semi, the urban or the semi or suburb areas, uh, they can do 25 lot sales. Uh, and uh, so there, there's a lot of opportunity. Uh, we're It's a hard designation to get, but it's not that hard, okay, if you just stay with it. Let, let me, let me I, I haven't asked anyone this in a long time, uh, Kobe. What was the difference in to going to a live class where you network and you got other agents there, experienced or not, versus doing it online? Is there, did you did you observe something there? Uh, yeah, I, I met a, real, a bunch of really cool people when I went to the classes that I still stay in contact with. Um, See, that's and whereas, I mean, I I had some great people online with me, but I don't. We never got to connect. Um, there was really no. Uh, there's really no chance to like go have you know get to know each other and and so um, you know like that was the big thing. Uh, but I tell you what, there's like the the people that teach the classes, no matter online or in person, um, are some of the most high-powered people in the country. I mean, they're just phenomenal. I mean, we have you know like the the guy that basically created MapRight teaches the mapping class. Yeah, Steve Robertson. Um, and yeah, and he. 
and and that is one guy that I still keep in contact with. Unbelievable. Today, Steve's the best. I like. Yeah, he sponsors all of my classes, has for years, among others, Land Hub and Acre Value, and then I pick up some others that uh, help me out. But uh, there is a difference because the networking is what it's all about. And you've been to a land conference, right? Oh, yeah, I went last year. Yeah, that's what I thought. If you go to one, you'll never miss another one, will you? Because it's like a family reunion. It's the most incredible group of people. And we share. We share ideas, and we help each other. We do referrals. It's totally different in, that I've observed, and, and several people have commented over the years, uh, totally different than the residential uh, realtors out there, you know, which is 98% of our industry, quite frankly, 1.6 million plus or minus in that area right now. And then you, you have a test to sit at the end of each of these classes. You, you don't fail the test. I think the instructors kind of help you out a little bit, okay, uh, tongue-in-cheek there. And um, and then you've got a final exam. Have you taken that yet? I did. I take. I've done with everything. My packet is submitted, and it's in I got the review you. process. So. Got you. You're up in Jared's. Uh, what's that? You're up in Jared's office right now. Yeah. They uh, they said that I, I submitted it the first of October, and they said they're uh, they're a little bit bogged down. So he. He figured by the middle of to the end of November, they maybe would have a chance to review it. Yep, we'll get you in there. We're about a month, month and a half to two months behind. How did you follow the, well, because we've had so many people join RLI uh, here in the last year, two years, because land's hot. Everybody wants to, and tell you what, too, we'll talk about this a little bit later, maybe. Uh, as this market changes right now, for whatever reasons, because uh, I've been through two down cycles, this would be the third one. Uh, the residential, because of interest rates and, and other things, uh, uh, there are going to be a lot of people that's not going to make a living. But throughout all of this, uh, land's always a, a commodity. Maybe not as many transactions, but land is always transferring because most of the land that we get or I've gotten over the years comes from estates. You know, uh, people inherit, like our family's 900 acres that was split up between the 10 children. We didn't sell it. Six generations are still in the family, but, but that's where Teresa and I get, and Abby, that's where we get, um, you know, a lot of our land listings is, uh, is from families that, uh, you, know, d you know, they've moved away and, and the, the, they want the money. One generation makes it and the second generation sells it, you know, spends it. So. Yeah, that's the way it works sometimes. It does. And that's probably where you guys get a lot of your listings too, right? kind of in a unique position in Nebraska because we still have quite a few folks that are in, you know, like they're in their late 80s to mid-90s and stuff that still own the land, um, that they're renting it out, and that's kind of, they've, they've kept a hold of it to uh, help, you know, help them uh, have some income in their in their retirement. So, uh, but I, I think the, the data that I saw in just Nebraska is that um, there's going to be about 22, well, 15 million, I think. I can't remember what it is. There's there's a huge amount of land that's going to transfer though in the next five years. Right. So uh, definitely definitely in our state, we're we're getting ready for. Uh, well, the baby boomers really like myself, but at the age of 73, you know, uh, uh, I'm kind of in the middle of the boomers. Is uh, you know we're we're aging out. And, uh, and and they will be, and that's the opportunity for Teresa and Abby uh, to grow this business once I'm gone upstairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's it's going to be interesting, I think. But um, like I said, I, I'm trying to find that number I have somewhere here. But uh, the, the, for, there's some there's some incredible amount of property that's going right. to be a chance. No, the, from what I've read and understood, Teresa and I. Uh, you're spot on there, pretty close. I mean, it's it's uh, it's quite a few and millions and millions of dollars. Of course, land and real estate is the, the wealth of, of the nations, of, of the world that allow them to own it. But uh, you know, that's where all the the uh, the money is is in uh, real estate. And even with the downturn yeah. in the market, uh, you know, it's still attractive, even in the housing market, uh, for uh, some folks that can afford it. So. Uh, so well, it seems to me like land is is more ideal for people out west. 
because they're What's when wrong you, with our land? Well, our land is great, but what I'm trying to say is out there, I mean, your average farm is so much bigger than ours. So, you know, I think it would be easier He's for got them some small farms to sell. What's a small farm out there? Uh, like a small production farm? Yes. Yeah. Uh, like one family, you probably need at least 800 acres. See, 800 acres. Well, <laughs> I don't know that I've seen one of those around here in a while. Yeah, I haven't seen one of those out here either. <laughs> no, we're lucky well, to we get have, 25 yeah. to 50, maybe 100. Yep. 2,800 is probably the average farm size uh, as far as, like, um, that's what guys need to, uh, that's what most guys are farming in oh. our area. That are, that's kind of a small, medium farm. We're 50 acres, our, 100. There are some guys that are farming 15, 20,000 acres, too, so there's some big farmers. I can't, I can't imagine that. You get an airplane or a so. helicopter. <laughs> yeah, you just got to, just got to. Get up early every day, I guess. There you go. Well, you know, we I've gotten calls over the years. You know, I want to buy two, three thousand, four thousand acres in North Carolina. I said, well, you know, good luck. Uh, it just, you know, it's we're we're one of the original colonies, one of the original states, and you know, we we divided and divided and divided and divided, you know, uh, a whole lot more than uh, out west. So, uh, you know, it's just it's a different different environment. It's uh, it's uh, you always. I always love some of our early guys <coughs> saying, hey, yeah, I just sold a 20,000-acre ranch out there, you know, for $50 million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> well, I think one thing about, too, your area is I think you have multi-seasonal opportunities, too. So if you are, if you are, you know, if you are producing soybeans or something in North Carolina, I think you have the opportunity in most areas to be able to plant like a oh, yeah. two crops a year. Well, not only crops. Well, we don't have that. We have a pretty rough winter. But but not only crops. We've got the timber industry. You know, pine and hardwoods, and and we've got uh, you know, chicken houses and hog farms, which has been the Victorian put on that years ago. Uh, you know, turkeys. Uh, you know, and then the the uh, special the, uh, the uh, boutique crops, uh, vineyards. We've got over a hundred vineyards now, and you know we go from. The, 800 miles, people don't realize this, but if you go from the furthest point east in North Carolina to the furthest point west in North Carolina, it's almost standing up in California or Florida, and it's about two-thirds. It's uh, 800 miles across, and, and we've got the mountains, not like out west, but we've got the old Blue Ridge here, and then we've got the Piedmont, which is where we are, and then you've got the plains, and then you've got the coast. So uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a variety, and then, as you said, the weather. Uh, so if you don't like the weather, hang around a couple of days because it'll change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So just to finish up that ALC for you, Teresa, uh, and, and, and Kobe, you can chime in on this, obviously. Um, you know, you take a final exam. How'd you do on that? Was that hard? <clears throat> no, actually, I was well prepared with all the classes. Yeah. Well, we prepare you. The instructors do. Yeah. We we don't want anybody to fail. I mean, you know, if you if you want to be and you've got the requirements, you know, um, you know, we're 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 there to support you. And then uh, and then you have to have two accredited land consultants write a letter, a recommendation, which uh, you've gotten those, and I write them all the time. I got just uh, got an email this morning from one of the, your contemporaries that's uh, finishing up their LC and need the two letters, so I'm happy to provide one. And uh, and uh, and then it goes before the re ALC committee, which is volunteer, and they review after the uh, staff has looked at it, and then they make their recommendations, and then it goes to the board of directors, and uh, they have the final say if, if you want to be part of the club or not. So that's the process, Teresa. Mm. So you're getting ready to start yep. a new new podcast. That's the hottest thing here. Uh, what, what's your podcast? You're going to launch it out for, what, the first of the year? Is that right, Cubby? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're working on uh, – we're getting getting some guests lined up and stuff like that. We're going to start um, – uh, we're, we're working on it right now, getting the website stood up. But we want to be able to launch it, um, yeah, the first part of January. And it'll be uh, bi-monthly, so every two weeks is the plan. Um, and then it's basically just going to be – we're going to try and put some of the – some of the top people in the industry 
um, kind of interview them and, and let them talk about different things. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be called the American Land Seller Podcast, and it's going to launch in January. So we're super excited about that project. It's a lot of fun. We've enjoyed doing it over the years. Uh, and like I said, it's, uh, are you going to be just local? Are you going to branch out? We, we, we actually have a worldwide show. We've done offshore. I think we've done Germany. We've done Brazil. We've done Costa Rica. We've done Panama. We've done the uh, international president for FIATSI, which is the realtors organization for uh, international real estate, which is quite, quite exciting. So uh, we, we've reached out there. So you're just going to be more local or you're going to branch out? Uh, I think we're going to try and do like a regional thing. Um, the guests that we kind of have lined up so far are, you know, I think the furthest away is I have one from Ohio, um, but uh, kind of the central part is kind of where we're going to start out. But um, but no, I just think um, I drive around a lot and I listen to, well, I listen to your podcast. I listen to the, uh, the RLI one until they quit doing it, but um you know, and so I just think there's a lot of people out there, especially farmers, that they, they've gotten to the point. Farmers, ranchers, those guys really want to, to have some good information. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, and, and stuff. So, yeah, we have, um, I think, well, your uh, Kevin May from your uh, from Land Hub is one of the guys that we have. Oh, perfect. To, uh, good old Kevin. Come on and do it. Yeah, we love Kevin. So those guys do a great job. So he's going to talk about um talk about social media and how they use that i think they they uh, they're the ones that have by far uh, as far as our partnerships go they're the they use uh, social media spectacular to, to market properties yep i i've uh, so. i've got in touch with kevin when he first launched his site and as i have done all the sites all the websites over the years uh and uh and know them all quite frankly and help quite uh, as a consultant on some of them but um I got Kevin to come to a land conference. I think it was in Albuquerque, and uh, we hit it off, and he hit it off with RLI. And, and uh, actually, uh, uh, Kevin is my only sponsor other than Acre Value, and uh, so uh, uh, he does something different, and that's why I like supporting. I get a lot of business through Land Hub, uh, and because uh, they do the social media that the other sites, the big, the yeah. big guys, uh, and Costco's trying to buy everybody, like. You know, they're trying to control the whole industry and broadcasting and doing a pretty good job. But uh, its prices are extremely reasonable, and its network and its website and its staff, uh, they do a great job as well. So that'll be a great guess. And uh, so. Well, about that, maybe, maybe we can con you into coming on, you and Teresa. We'd on. be more than happy to. Let's talk land. Sure. Love to have you. No, we'd love to be there, especially me. Recipe for a great steak. Teresa, that's not <laughs> what they talk about. <laughs> I gotta say, Everybody uh, needs uh, to know how to make a great steak. <laughs> I'll send you some Nebraska beef, and then, and I'll, then once you, once you, if it's good, you'll you'll come on the podcast. Huh? Perfect. That's fair. I think. That's I think so. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, so the website for that's going to be uh, AmericanLandSeller dot com. So, yeah, we're super excited about it. It's going to be, I think it's going to be fun. Um, and, uh, and again, I think that there's a lot of, a lot of people that, you know, that, that they're looking for a good informative podcast, like what you guys are doing and what, what, um, Justin Osborne, I, I was a huge fan. I, I listen to him all the time. Justin's uh, got it. He's been on our show. Yep. Justin's a great, they've got a great show, but there's this more, you know, local, uh, you know, the, Commissioner of Agriculture, you know, in the areas that they cover. Sure. And, they, you know, and, and he's been doing it a lot longer than we have, uh, but uh, they're not as, as frequent. But, uh, yeah, he's been on a show in and, and the RLI ALC and, and uh, great company out there. There's a lot of great companies out there. But you're right, uh, Kobe. Uh, times are changing. There's more information. Everything wants, everybody wants stuff now, now, I want it now. And, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, these, these, mine happens to be a radio and podcast. Yours is probably going to be a, a, a YouTube, right? You're going to do a, a YouTube type format podcast? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, mine won't, we won't have the radio aspect. 
I do, I have a local radio show that I do. Okay. Um, it's just like maybe three to five minutes every week, and so really, uh, my thought was is that I'll, I'll yeah, it's just me talking about yeah. what's going on with the industry and stuff. Sure. And I have a few small, but um, but yeah, we <clears throat> so I do that, but um, but yeah, this and I figure you know the weeks that I do the podcast, I'll just use the intro or whatever of that for that radio show. So Absolutely. Maybe some people too. Or so. Sure. But, but, uh, My wife always says that I'm the most popular. I'm popular with the ladies because right. one of the radio stations, one of the radio stations I'm on is like the uh, rock station, you know. And, it's, and so every, everywhere we go, they're like, "Hey, Kobe, I know you." That's right. Hey, you're the radio. You're the radio guy. Hey. You're a real estate guy. <laughs> it's so, amazing yeah. some of the comments you get. You know, I, I had a, a guy stop me the other day. And an older fellow like me, actually a little older. And he says, Lou, I, I love your radio show. You're in Teresa. says, I listened to it. I said, I've been listening for years. I, I don't think I've missed many shows. But can I make a recommendation? I said, yeah, man, of course. Yeah, what do you want to do? He said, well, you, you just need to do a show, you and Teresa, and not have all these guests. He said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, mean, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know what we talk about. <laughs> We talk about cooking you guys, steak. You guys do an hour, though. That's a long time. That's a long time. Lou makes me do an hour. I'd rather do three to five minutes. <laughs> well, I tell you what, and Teresa will do best of this. Uh, you know, there's there's some subjects, uh, you know, we could have several hours on that subject, right, oh, Teresa? Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's I mean, been many times where we were at the end of the show, and I was like, oh, my God, are we done? Yeah. And then usually we invite them back and, and do a follow-up show. And, uh, and, of course, you're welcome to do that, too, but. But, uh, no, there's some of these things get very, very involved. Uh, it's amazing. And, and, you know, you talk about learning. Uh, I learn more. I mean, I'm always learning. I went through the ARLI process. But Teresa and I, it's amazing what we learn, isn't it, Teresa? Yeah. But the hard part is applying it. The hard part is, you know, we're in our, our threesome company. You know, I told them when we got together, I said, you know, the market's getting ready to change. I've been through two downturns. We're going to go through another one. And, uh, and it's going to change, and we need to be on top of the best technology and the best sources, the best marketing, uh, and be better, be first, and be better. And that's why we have Acre Value. Uh, what an incredible company that is, and, and it's true. Uh, you, are you familiar with them at all? Oh, yeah, I use them all the time. Okay. They're awesome. So what, what what are the benefits that, that, that help you in your company? Um, well, I mean, like, carbon's kind of become a big deal in our area, so and that's not something I know a lot about. Uh, but I can go, like, if I have a, a producer come in the office or call me and say, hey, Kobe, can you kind of do some research on if this is something I want to look into? Um, they're kind of been the pioneers on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, pricing and stuff like that. So that's been phenomenal. Um and then uh, just um, the reporting that you can get out of Acre Value is phenomenal. I've used them for years, and I, I love them. And then um, now they're they're uh, allowing us to list our properties on there, which I've had some pretty good luck with that as well. So yeah, it's good. It's a good. Uh, it's a good website. Definitely recommend that one. Well, we're very excited to have them as our sponsor, right, Teresa? Yep. And we are. When we got time, that's you know it's just, time. There's not enough time in the day. It's uh, it's it's crazy. I mean, our market's still active uh, right now, and I hope yours is too. So uh, you know, yep. to, to do this extra stuff, but they've got such good education programs, uh, and uh, you know, it's just being able to sit down and, and and close the door and turn the phone off and and focus on some of this stuff. So um, when I do that, I have to do laundry. What? When I close the door. <laughs> I hope you got a big laundry. I have to do laundry. Mm -mm. Or wash dishes. Teresa's weird. <laughs> no, I am a mother. <laughs> so. Mothers are weird. <laughs> so, last question here, Kobe, because we're, we're going to finish the show up here uh, in a few minutes. Uh, what's the why of why you get up in the morning? Why of why I get up in the morning? Yeah, this is I didn't rehearse you on this one. Sorry. No, my gosh, you threw me some. Threw me. Hey, some man, this is a challenging show. You're on the spot now, buddy. Uh, you know, I uh, I can honestly say that um, the the clients and the 
the customers or why I get up. Um, I'm always excited to uh, to see what we can do uh, every day, different to to make things better for them. Um, so that's probably that's the corny answer, I guess. That's but, not corny at all. But the reality is, is what's that? No, that's not corny at all. In fact, you, you're spot on. You know, we're we're. I mean, I love the land. I love working with it. I love, uh, you know, like I'm not a big hunter, but I, you know, like when we're listing a hunting property, I have a, a friend of mine who's like that's basically his full time job since he retired, and he goes out there and he shows me like, you know, some of the stuff, you know, like as far as what a hunter's looking at and things like that. And I'm able to take that back to to the landowner, and they're like, maybe you know, they're maybe more like me, and they're kind of excited to see it. And I don't know. It's just. It's just a challenge. Like real estate in general is a challenge. It's it's the same thing, but it's always different, you know. And so, uh, but that's realistically, you know, the clients and the customers are the the reason why I get up. When I get up, I'm excited to be in real estate every day. Yeah, what a great answer. What a great answer. And that's true. You know, I tell my students when I teach, I say we're not real estate agents or realtors. We're we're professional problem solvers. Because it always starts out with a problem. Kobe, I need to buy something. Kobe, I need to sell something. And if you take that assignment, you know, through the whole process, it's yang, 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 yang. Why did this? And rah, 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 you know, <laughs> which is what I enjoy. Yeah. Well, salesmen, I always say salesmen personalities make horrible real estate agents because we're not salesmen. No, we're not. You know, and you're absolutely right. That's, that's the best I've heard. I always tell people we introduce we we introduce uh, uh, people to properties and we answer questions they may have about them or find out answers if we don't know them. But you're exactly right. Problem solving is what we do all day long, and that's probably the most important aspect of our job. Well, Kobe, you've been a great guest today. How do they get in touch with you? Um, you can uh, go to like you said, homefarmranch.com. Um, or you can uh, give me a call, 308-529-0067. That's my cell phone. You can call me anytime. And, um, love, to, uh, love to help anybody in Nebraska. Um, I just uh, recently, exciting news, I passed my South Dakota real estate exam. All right. Um, within the next couple of weeks, I'll have that, and I'm almost done with Wyoming. So There you go. Branch on out there. What's your email? It's uh, Kobe, K-O-B-Y, at Remax. HFR.com. Homes and Farms. Remax Hotel Foxtrot Romeo. Uh oh. There comes that submarine. <laughs> hey, thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. All of our questions and comments are welcome. This show is for the public and, most importantly, for real estate agents who do not have a source of land education. All of our shows will be found on our master website, www.letstalkland.net. That's .net. You'll also find us on Spotify and Podbean. Teresa, how do they get in touch with you? They can email me at teresa.mylandpro at gmail.com or call me at 336-209-2937. And my email is lou, L-O-U, at mylandpro.com. My cell number is 336-669-1475. Hey, and our, mess, and our website is www.mylandpro.com. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. Are you looking to buy or sell land? LandHub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. And, of course, AcreValue, our sponsor today. AcreValue is the only website I need to research land, and it's free for the public out there. Great site, guys. Hey, Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here? Well, Lou, they can go to our website, go to WKT1090.com, and also they can download the Simple Radio app. How simple is it? Teresa. Very simple. Easy. Easy peasy, huh? <laughs> yes. So why would you want to download the Simple Radio app? That way you could hear us anywhere in the world and outside the universe. Outside? Yes. Is there an outside to the universe? Yes. Really? Teresa said it was. Oh, you must be watching that new uh, space. satellite. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you go up in that, that new spaceship, you might have your real estate agent. You might still need to work. So. <laughs> Hey, and what do we play, Rodney? Uh, Teresa? Teresa. Oh, that's my line. Yeah. Happy music. That's right. Beach and oldies. Boy, she protects that, doesn't she? <laughs> yes, she does. Better not step on her toes on that one. And Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here at the station? Uh, let's see. They can go to our email address. It's WKTE1090 
at yahoo.com. And we want some nice awards, huh? Yes, uh, seven years in a row. Hopefully it'll be eight years. We'll know here in two or three weeks. All right. But what would it, what would what would do, did we get? Oh, uh, for being the top uh, number one beach and ah, oldies radio station. There you go. And you won yes. a nice award, too. Yeah, the Reader's Choice Announcer of the Year Award. Well, congratulations. Thank hey, you, thank you. Hey, guys, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us this morning.